On this episode of Patriots Unpacked, longtime friend Moose joins the podcast for the first time to discuss um, what news came out today regarding Tom Brady and his retirement. So it looks like uh, all indications are that he is going to retire. So wanted to get a longtime uh, friend, longtime Patriots fan on the podcast to discuss. So let's get Moose on the phone now. Moose, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Case, Rocco, what's happening, buddy? <laughs> hey, first appearance on the podcast. Uh, happy to have you on. So big news today. Certainly wanted to get get on the podcast and get a, uh, a lifelong Patriot fan on to discuss uh, Tom Brady's retirement. I know we're doing this on Saturday, so I know there was uh, an announcement by uh, Schefter, and uh, now it's kind of been back and forth if he's going to retire or not, but I certainly feel that that he's done. So um, what are your thoughts? Are you surprised at all or uh, kind of saw this coming? Um, I'm, I'm a little surprised, but after watching last week's pe- press conference after the game, he was, uh, there was some telltales. There was some telltales, I thought. You know, he wasn't as, uh, you know, you know, we'll talk about it in another month or so. He's like, you know, I'll spend it with my family, you know. And I, like I said before, when – Giselle's always involved, so as soon as she said last year after he won it all, he's like, what else do you have to prove? It was one or two years. He said he wanted to go to 45. He's, you know, he's going into his 45th year, so. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, you know, during the course of the year, he, I think he, you know, had kept saying that he was going to play another year, and then then kind of the, you know, after the game there this past week, you've kind of heard those the rumors that, okay, he's going to retire, so you kind of figured that, okay, that, that had some legs to it and and that probably uh you know that kind of wouldn't come up if he wasn't gonna wasn't gonna call it hey did you have you watched any of the man in the arena series there i have not yeah um i wanted to watch the whole thing all you know right right ozark and everything else yeah well what was curious was that he you know he waited to to do the last episode and uh so you kind of and i don't think that was planned initially and then they said okay the 10th episode is going to be you know, whatever, in a couple of months. So you kind of, I was kind of wondering there too, that, okay, that might've been something as well, that the final episode is going to, you know, talk about the retirement and what's it. So I don't know. I think, I think obviously that at some point in the near future here, probably within, you know, the next day, he's going to make some formal announcement, but um, yeah, that's it huh? for Brady. Uh, crazy. Two years and incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. What are the, um, I don't know. I think we'll look back and and, and watching the man and her. My kids are going crazy out here, by the way. So I'm sure everyone uh, is fun listening to that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think one of the things that um, that I'll look back on and, and say, you know, and of course he wouldn't have won the extra Super Bowl, but I think, you know, two more years, you're kind of like, damn, you know, he should have he should have played his entire career in New England. You know, how do they not make that happen, especially now that. It was just two years. Again, he would have won, wouldn't have won another Super Bowl. But uh, I think as we get down the road and, and looking back, it'll kind of you know it'll kind of suck that he he didn't finish with New England. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Oh, hundred percent. But I mean, the writing was on a wall back going back to Garoppolo. I mean, yeah. you had Schefter at the beginning of the season. They wouldn't trade Garoppolo for three picks. Da 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 da. They end up trading Garoppolo for a second round pick to San Fran. You know, every year it was a battle. Oh, go talk to the owner. Go talk to the coach. 
Running was on a wall. They used to, he used to be in every meeting with McDaniels and whoever the offensive coordinator was. He was getting phased out, and that was the problem. He didn't like that. Um, he's a, he's kind of a control freak. Like he knows everything that's going on, even this little league here. It's everything he does is calculated. Right, right. That's you know, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and when you watch the man in the arena, that definitely you know comes through. Even you know he, even in this man in the arena, he doesn't really. He doesn't say too much. It's kind of the same, the same old, you know, it's, it's cool and interesting. And there's some tidbits that are good, but he doesn't really open up about certain stuff like deflate gate and the end was Belichick and all that. But, but yeah, Belichick, I mean, he just, he was ready to move on as well. And it just, it's just too bad that, you know, he couldn't, uh, couldn't finish, you know, with, uh, with New England, but he did get another Super Bowl. So, I mean, what do you say? You know, I mean, geez, you know, you'll never see anything like this ever again. You would think uh, in sports, especially you know, football or, or sports in general. But um, just an unbelievable, you know, twenty years with New England, two with Tampa. Uh, I don't know. What do you What do you say? Right? Yeah, you don't you don't you don't see that anymore in sports. It all becomes the money. It all becomes you know, let's get these guys together. I mean, you see it in basketball. You'll never see the old dynasties again. I mean, you got. LeBron and you know all those guys do three three year contracts with two years they can opt out and you know these guys just wanted to play football is totally different they're all about the guaranteed money I don't blame them at some point Brady wanted his and Bill didn't want to pay him yeah you know and he got 50 million guaranteed and ironically he's due 15 million in March mm-hmm. by the Bucks and uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall as well I think they're gonna have to make a lot of changes down there cuts and they may lose one or two coordinators. Yeah, absolutely. That's another point. Uh, good point. Also, that he definitely wasn't going to have uh, the same team in Tampa, and probably, you know, playoff team maybe, but you know, one that would contend for a Super Bowl. You know, I doubt it. I mean, if he if he knew for sure that he had a team that that could win, then maybe it might be different. But I think, yeah, that certainly factored into it. Obviously, the family. Uh, you know, most guys when they retire especially in football, you know, they're, you know, their kids are still like under 10 years old and he has kids that are what teenagers. So you kind of get yes. it there where it's kind of different. They're, they're doing more stuff and, you know, he wants to be a part of that. So you kind of, you get that. Yeah. He's supposedly out of the country as we speak. So, Oh really? Yeah. He's enjoying breaking news, breaking news right here. Hey, Costa Rica, time in life. I know what it's like case. I just don't get out of drinking. <laughs> Costa Rica or where is he? <laughs> Uh, they didn't say. They just said he's out of the country. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So, that's my moles. Yeah, so you, um, yeah, so you would think that uh, we'll probably hear some official announcements soon. There was something that, that I guess got posted on his Twitter account or the TB12 Twitter account that is now deleted. But I had, deleted. had seen someone saying that you know it listed some of his career stats and all that. But uh, yeah, that got deleted. So. Even Edelman, oh. even Edelman on his tweet, you know, it's just like, I can't right. I just say he had a good career? Da, 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 right. Da. right. So it, it kind of looks like this whole uh, retirement announcement was kind of botched one way or the other. But um, yeah, is, I'd like to is, say is there a trickle down effect with the Gronk? Oh, you got to think. Yeah. What do you think? I think Gronk is done too, right? I, I, I think mean, he's done. I think that hit he took at the beginning of the year, I really think that took a toll on him. I mean, he was good. He was more than good he was very good at the end of the year but yeah you could just see it in him he was just beat up at the end and yeah again he he just gets just beat on and uh but i agree i think that's uh that's definitely going to be it for him and uh yeah the the bucks are going to be in in search of a quarterback they're going to be struggling there i think i don't know uh i don't know who they're gonna 
who are going to look to. I know they have some younger guys on the roster, but uh, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be in trouble. And like you said, two of the coordinators uh, left, which is gone, and then in Bulls probably. So that team is going to gonna it's gonna go back to the the Tampa ways, I guess. So <laughs> hey, they were they were lucky last year. They survived injuries and they didn't. Yeah. And you know, I mean. It's war of attrition through the, the season, and they didn't have it this year. I mean, the defense was together maybe, what, for the first time this last playoff game. Right, right. And then their their old line was banged up in that last game there, and that – that definitely uh definitely showed so again it, it takes a lot it takes a lot of luck to win the super bowl i mean be it injuries staying healthy and just you know some lucky plays throughout the playoff run which we've all seen as you know patriots fans that you know you have to get breaks and you have to be lucky so they were last year and then this year uh this year they weren't so he's one of a kind that's for yeah. sure so that's it. So uh, again, I'm sure we'll we'll be seeing all sorts of specials and information in the coming days. Here, let's talk quickly on uh, just some quick Patriots news. I know it looks like McDaniel's interview down in uh, in Vegas for the Raiders job. It looks uh, looks like he's gonna that's yeah run of there. What do you think of that? I think he's gonna take that job if it's offered or. It's it's funny because just a couple of days ago they were saying it's off McDaniel's, they, you know, but they never even asked the guy for an interview. And then right. I believe on Wednesday and Thursday, Raider like they they asked for the interview and they already interviewed Ziegler, which sounds like they're gonna hire him. And it just seems like it's a it seems like it's destined to go. Yeah, bad owner to work for, but I mean, how many more chances is he gonna get? Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's probably a pretty good gig. You get you have a quarterback there and. Uh, from what I had heard that they said that, you know, he wasn't going to interview unless he kind of knew for sure that he was going to get the job. So it looks like that's trending towards, uh, yeah, that the, the duo of Ziegler and, and McDaniels there. And then, I mean, obviously that'll be a big loss for them with, uh, you know, Mac Jones and all, but they talk about Bill O'Brien coming back. Um, I don't know. I guess they, it could be worse, I guess, but uh, I don't know. O'Brien coming back is not too bad, I guess. No, somebody that knows the system at least. And, hey, he worked down in, you know, Alabama. Right. In a little bit. So, I mean. Yeah, they said that even though he didn't coach him directly, apparently right. after he got there, Mac Jones and him, they talked a lot because Jones was kind of teaching him the Alabama offense or something. So they'd have a relationship. So that's good anyway. But, um, yeah, I would think that that would, that would be a pretty good hire to, to bring O'Brien back. And, God, they need some – you know, experienced coaches now. If, if McDaniel's goes, they just have a lot of younger coaches. It seems, especially on offense, and it kind of showed this year. So they got a lot of Belichicks. <laughs> yeah, too many of those too. I think, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll look look forward to to seeing what have plays out there. But not too much other uh, Patriots news. I think I did see something on Devin McCourty coming back. Um, I know he's not under contract, so he would have to sign a contract or a new contract. But um, I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings on that. I know he's been a great Patriot, and certainly, um, uh, you know, he's still been productive. But you kind of saw at the end of the year, you know, a couple instances where he, he kind of looked a little old. So I don't know if you think the Patriots will take him back, no problem, if he wants to play, or you think there's some question there. I think McCourty will not take a hometown discount. Yeah. Uh, Every time you heard an interview and they would always ask, even if it was Brady back then, and you're like, he's, you're asking me the wrong question because we're not guaranteed anything. So, yeah. And he's always been like, I, I think it's time for him at Hightower to go. There's two big losses, but at the same time, 
you know, that's some money that frees up and they got, they got a lot of guys that they need to sign or not sign and they need to get better on yeah. the outside. So, yeah. So uh, definitely that's going to be a, yeah, a money factor as well. I agree with you. High tower. I think regardless of the money, I think he's just, he's just too slow and uh, he, his, his days are behind him. But um yeah, other than that, there hasn't really been too much, uh, too much other Patriots news. So let's let's talk a little bit about. I know it's about a week, uh, week after the the um, the playoff games last week, and probably going down as one of the, if not the best weekend of playoff football you'll see. But some just crazy, crazy games here, and then kind of talk about a few of these. Um, of course, the Bengals beat the Titans. I wasn't really. I watched some of that game, but. Uh, again, came down to a field goal. Uh, Niners over the Packers uh, in Green Bay. Obviously, that was uh, probably the biggest upset. Uh, then the Rams, Bucks, the Rams uh, almost blowing it there. And then uh, Chiefs, Bills was you know just an unbelievable game. But uh, what are you? What are a couple of your, your highlights uh, from that from that last weekend's round of games? I'll, I'll start with the Bucks game, which was turnovers and penalties. I mean, it's kind of ironic. Dominican Sue got a 15 yard for kicking somebody, <laughs> you know, and yeah. complaining about it, really. Yeah. Well, he got kicked and yeah, yeah. he got kicked and he was, he got kicked and he complained a, about it. The ultimate uh, kicker himself there. Yeah. Then Brady, I think kind of shot himself in the foot earlier in a week complaining about, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about working, working the referees to get calls. And then he gets his first, you know, <laughs> 15 yep. uh, you know, call against them in his career. And yeah. Those, those two did cost them. And, you know, I mean, they made, a, they made a great comeback, but I mean, I'll tell you, the Rams tried to give everything back. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, they just fumped the fumbles with the, you know, at the end there to, to give them back the ball. You just saw, oh, you shake your head. Like, are you serious? They're going to, they're going to, well, they, they did tie it. And then, then the Bucks their turn to make a terrible play and let cup get, uh, behind the, the secondary there's just just a, it's just head scratching i mean calling all the blitz there <laughs> yeah i mean i think that was one of my takeaways from the whole all all the games just the coaching it was just like some of these you know these coaches they make freaking millions of dollars and it's like me and you can you know know that okay let's do a swim kick a squib kick with 13 seconds to kill some clock and then but no they kick it away you just it's just mind-boggling, right? I mean, how how do they let you know let you know uh, just do make these decisions that are just and then not to not like be up on Kelsey and the line of scrimmage and just get him off his route? I just I just couldn't believe some of the coaching. It's just crazy. Well, what was even better is they they get it they they get the ball with thirteen seconds left, right? So they line up. The Bills call timeout. They leave Tyreek Hill wide open, you know, uncovered, not man to man. Just a, you know, I think it was a like a, like a forty six. You know, it was like four guys rushing. Yeah, six guys way back because they didn't want to get beat. So you know, he got eighteen yards. So okay, so then KC lines up again. They take a timeout again to see how they line up. They lined up the same exact way, and they left Kelsey uncovered down the seam. And to me, that is coaching. I mean, the the kick the kick is a kick, but. I mean, uh, I think they were going to let it go through to the guy at the end, and he would. I mean, it would have been a possession. I mean, you know, like where the where the ball was placed, more so than than time, because they would have just nailed down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think it was a time of possession type thing. I would just think it would have been, you know, field position. 
whether well, they got it down to the the 10 or the 15 yeah opposed to the 25 you know just crazy and then like you said that the bucks you know the bucks game there where they you know, they call an all blitz and the guy they you know they leave a cup i mean it's just like it's just unbelievable i just don't i just don't get it but definitely made for made for some uh some good uh good viewing there um well the nfl did it right for sure they got yeah. it right. That it weekend. was a good weekend. Hey, another takeaway on the Niners Packers game. Oh, and speaking of coaching there with, you know, the Packers <laughs> special teams have been terrible all year. And then sure enough, in the, the biggest game of the, the year, they allow a, a block punt there. So just bad, bad uh, there. But one of the things that I, that I want to talk about in, in particular with the, the Packers game, I always, you know, these teams that these cold weather teams that, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers, right? He's, just a great passer of the football. You have Devonte Adams. You have an offense that's built around your quarterback, right? And all through the year, you know, you're, you know, he's lightening up. And then, because you're Green Bay, you know, you get to the end of the season, and you know, you have bad weather games. And if you're in the playoffs, you're going to have, you may have a bad weather game. So they they're in the cold, and they basically, this is what I propose. And if I was NFL owners, or if I was the NFL any new stadiums that are built in cold weather climates need to be either a dome or a retractable roof. I mean, why would you, why would you want to build a team around a great quarterback? And then the biggest game of the year in the playoffs, you jeopardize because of the weather being able to utilize your quarterback in all those skill positions. You know, it's just, I don't know. You say that all these teams are built for cold weather. Well, no one's going to build for cold weather because 14 year games are in regular weather. So the NFL is all more about passing and you're going to say, Oh, I'm, I'm going to build my team for, you know, three games in January. So I was just, I don't know if I was a Packers fan, I would just be pissed off that I really didn't get to see, you know, the best Aaron Rodgers out there because we play in a climate that, you know, can be snowy and it was snowy and cold and windy. And I just think that they were at a disadvantage. It's just, I don't know. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like Hackett's play calling. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he did a good job utilizing what he had. <laughs> you know, I mean, they pretty much didn't use Devontae till the second half. And everything was, you know, like a, a, an under or, a, you know, a sprint, anything like that. And then the, it's funny you talk about the the retractable or you know a dome. Jake and I were talking the other day because God forbid I don't know I don't, I don't know what's wrong with this kid, but he's a he's a Washington football team fan, and they're getting a new stadium. And he's like, "You think they'll go dome?" I'm like, "I don't think so," you know. But then it makes you think like they they should have at least the option of a retractable. Right. I mean, why not? I would I would you know they certainly I mean the technology is there. I believe. And why wouldn't you? Yeah, you can open up the I mean, even if even if it's, you know, in December or January and the weather's nice, you can leave it open. Uh, but, you know, can you imagine? And I don't even I probably would think that they would cancel the game. But could you imagine if, you know, the Patriots were playing in this current snowstorm that comes up was, you know, say they played on a Saturday or whatever. And, and that I mean, they couldn't play that game. Right. I mean, I think in that case it would be canceled. But. I, I was at the snowball and it was snowing like, like a banshee for the first hour, hour and a half that, that we tailgated. 
slowed down. We first couple quarters, then it, you know, started picking up in the second half. And I, I think they would play it just because, you know, New England, you know, that's what we do. We're hotos up here. And yeah, yeah. But again, I just, I know it's, it's fun to watch and everything, but again, if you're a team that that's built on, on throwing the ball and, and just to have, uh, you know, the playoff game, but it's not like green Bay didn't have a running game. I mean, they had injuries during the game, but like, yeah, no, they, they did have a running game again. There, there are other, there are other factors as well, uh, you know, at play, like you said, <clears throat> but uh, I mean, why do they, I mean, why do they have the Super Bowl in warm weather climates or in domes? Right. Because you want the best product to be able to, you know, showcase all their skills and talents in the biggest game of the year. Right. I mean, there was the one <coughs> Super Bowl in New York and luckily they had the good weather, but, all the other Super Bowls are in warm climate, so or a dome, so you know you're not affected by the weather, and and hopefully you get the best uh, the best show for that, you know. Well, right. game. I mean, if you're an owner, you're thinking like that. What's your bottom line? I mean, they, they all think about the, the the dollar, and you know what it can do for them. I mean, you you, you think about it. You you Bob Kraft. Why wouldn't you put a dome? And you want to have the Super Bowl here. Nobody's gonna come here for a Super Bowl. Right. Oh, no. Unless yeah. there's, you know, amenities and, you know, a dome where they're not going in and it could be 40, 40 degrees or it could be four degrees and heavy snow. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, you're, I, mean, you're right. I mean, yeah, if Kraft put a dome stadium here or, I mean, he'd definitely get a Super Bowl. I mean, with all his clout and everything, I mean, he would definitely, they would get a Super Bowl uh, in New England. But I just think, I just think, I mean, these, these, all these owners for the most part are just, they got money coming out of their ass so they they can afford to build a, a dome stadium or a retractable stadium you would think so i just i think i'd like to see you know going forward if you know any of these newer stadiums that might be built in in the colder weather climates that uh that they go ahead and, and do uh do the dome or or retractable so um 100 but yeah 100 yeah, percent agree. i mean it, just for the better off of football towards the end I mean, you build everything up to the playoffs because, you know, yeah. NFL playoffs are great and it showed it last week, but most of those were all in good weather games except for the Green Bay game. And that was kind of, eh. yeah. You know, it was yeah. cold in Tennessee too. And that, that was kind of, mm-hmm. so it wasn't, you know, Ryan Tannehill, but <laughs> yeah, that was, he was as bad that as was bad. <clears throat> yeah. And I think obviously they didn't really have the Derrick Henry that, and you couldn't really expect them to, for him to come back and just be his same self for being out that long. And I think I, which I didn't know he, he was playing with like a plate and screws in his foot. And it's like, Oh my God, I'm like, that can't, that can't be good. So he, again, he wasn't uh, anything special. So then they need, they would have needed him to be, you know, his real self in order for them to, um, you know, really excel, but he just, uh, he just wasn't the same. So, and I think he had been out for so long that I think that was somewhat expected. So, so we're moving on here, four teams left. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your thoughts on these upcoming games. So we have, um, chiefs and Bengals, uh, and Rams and Niners. So Niners are kind of a little bit of the surprise team there. So let's start with that game. Niners Rams. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? I, I I think the the Niners are your biggest question mark, even though you see a lot of a lot of these guys picking them because uh, of their defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, defense yeah. does win championships. You know, if if a couple of these guys had a couple deep defensive stance last year last week, there's a totally different four teams playing. You know, but yeah. um, 
Um, I, I'm, I'm not a big Matthew Stafford fan, but I think he has too many weapons for, and Jimmy G, I'm not a big, big fan. So it's going to come down to defense. It's going to come down to how many stops can the Rams make. And it's not like the Rams don't have a good D. Oh no, they have a great D. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also, it's just, I think it's the quarter. I think it comes down to the quarterbacks and I guess, I guess the running backs holding on to the ball and making the right decisions. I don't even, I'd be surprised if you see Cam Makers out there tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, I don't know the Rams on paper. I think you would say, you know, have the talented team and more talented team and, and they would, you know, take the, take the win. But I, like you said, Niners have a good defense and Jimmy, you know, Jimmy G he's, I'm rooting for him. Let's be honest with you. I kind of like to see him win, although he's a turnover to waiting to happen in a lot of cases, but <laughs> Both um, I don't know. They just win ugly and, and who knows, you never know. They could, uh, you know, they could pull that one out and, you know, after the Rams debacle almost last weekend, I don't know how confident I am in, in their coaching and their, their kind of ability to hold on to a lead and, and not kind of blow it. So, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting. The, uh, the one thing that I, I will say is the 49ers remind me of the 07 Giants, mm-hmm. you know, they're opportunistic, very defensive minded. They win in ugly. That's yeah. how that's how they played and that's how they won. Right. That's how they right. beat the Patriots. Patriots had that, you know, Moss. They had all those guys yeah. Welker, and they couldn't score on them. Yeah, and that team went on the road too, I think, in the playoffs, right? Correct. And so did San Francisco, the all road games to... They went to Green Bay and beat Green Bay. So, right, right. You know. So uh, um yeah. Yeah, so that's the uh, – I think that's the – is that the late game or the early game tomorrow? Uh, I think, I think KC, that's the late game, yeah. KC's a late game, isn't it? Is it? Okay, so uh, – Oh, no, it can't be. Cause, yeah, because it's in LA, so I think that's right. the late game. So right. uh, Cincinnati at um, at Kansas City. So I guess, yeah, Cincinnati was kind of an underdog too as well. I, I kind of – my feelings on this one, I don't know, I kind of – I see a Chiefs blowout in this one. I don't know about you, but um, I know the Bengals are, are talented offensively. But I mean, what they give up nine sacks? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, if Tennessee could score, they they beat them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like I like Tennessee. I mean, not Tennessee. I like Cincinnati. I like the way they're playing. Reckless abandonment. I don't care. We win. You know, let's just go out and do it. And they got that mentality of us against everybody. We're the underdog. They got some great young players. <coughs> You know, and I don't think they have the horsepower to to match up with with uh, the Chiefs. I think yeah. I, I I just don't see it. Um, in my pool, I might have to pick the Bungles, <laughs> but you know, I got to make a comeback there. But um, yeah, it's it, it's looking like it looking like a uh, Casey blowout for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think there casey is, has been playing well and they've been there before and um peaking at the right time right mahomes has just been been great and i see them uh yeah i can see them handling them uh pretty well so uh yeah so that's that's the early game and then uh what do we get yeah i know we have our little pool going on amongst the four of us here as far as uh picking yeah, games and over unders here can we not talk about that. Uh, moving on. All right. Well, I'll give a, I'll give the final results on one of these oh, podcasts. Please do. Please do. After the Super Bowl, and, and let <laughs> everyone know uh, who won that. But 
but good stuff indeed. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Anything else uh, football-wise? I know, I know no, we usually I mean, touch. Football-wise, uh, there's not much going on. Uh, no, just these new coaches, uh, coaching hires and GM hires, and then uh, these games tomorrow. So definitely looking forward to that. I know we usually touch on the Celtics here uh, Don't on get the me podcast. So. Get me started. <laughs> I'll you, touch any... on it, but you, the, nobody's going to like what I hit, what I say. So. <laughs> yeah, I know you're. Uh, yeah, you know you're an angry Celtics fan, like like many of us. So, um, yeah, give me a, a, a twenty second rant on the current Celtics team. <laughs> break them up! Oh, nice. break them up! Another trade Tatum, up. trade Brown. I don't oh. care who you trade. <laughs> One of them's got to go. I think you'll get more for. I think you'll get a better deal with Brown and keeping Tatum, but I'll get rid of them both if you if you have to. Start all over. All right, all right. Marcus Smart. See you later. <laughs> All right, I respect that opinion, and I I can see I can understand the frustration. I think uh, what's the trade deadline's February tenth, so I don't know if something like that could happen now. Probably that would be an off season move to trade one of the major guys, but they might do something kind of minor come uh, the trade deadline. But yeah, think, it's definitely. I've been a, calling that since the bubble. It's a frustrating team again, you know. But they won a few in a row, and then they lose again. They lose to the Hawks last Excuses. night. So Excuses. They're yeah. just at that five hundred. They're just a five hundred team. And I, I just wonder. I mean, I, I think you know, are Tatum and Brown really that good? You know, they made the All Star team and everything, and everyone just they're making them out. And Tatum has been, you know, he's had some incredible games over the years. And but I don't know. You just ask yourself, are they really? Maybe they're just not as good of players as we, we think they are. I don't know. Is that part of it or, uh, or the players around them aren't very good. It's just, uh, yeah. I think, I think it's a combination team. of both. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Tatum's top 10, like he thinks he is. And I don't, I mean, Brown, he's hurt all the time. And I mean, the, the big thing with me with the Celtics, they have no inside game. You know, I mean, if they don't get it to Williams and dunk it, it's, there's no, yeah. inside. you yeah. got four or five yeah. guys around the perimeter. Right. And just the three point shooting and the dismal three point shooting is just it's just frustrating. So, yeah, it's just a, I mean, it's a it's a 500 team and that's what they've shown. And it's like, you know, in in the NBA, if you're just in the middle there, you know, you're not you're in you're in hell because you're not obviously contending and you're not getting a, a lottery pick. You're just kind of in the middle. So, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> NBA has got it all backwards, I think. I mean, with the starting with the draft all the way to you can pick the pick that. I mean. The NFL needs their contract negotiators. Yeah, right, right. All the guaranteed contracts and you know and all that. Yeah. So all right, yeah, there's not much more to say on the Celtics. They're just it's the same old story with them. So we uh we won't waste any more time on them. But no, I don't want to get my blood pressure up. But the Bruins, the Bruins are playing better. I mean, I uh goaltending a few games here and there, but yeah. Once they get better goaltending, I mean Rask is just coming back off of six months. He didn't even have a you know, he didn't have any stints in, in Providence. It got canceled because of COVID. And uh-huh. So they just brought him right up and they said it's a mistake. I think t- signing Rask is kind of, well, signing the Buffalo goalie to a five-year deal when he was on a, an absolutely putrid team, you know, it made absolutely no sense. The two young guys would have been would have been just fine. I mean, if you're going to go that route and you could have spent the money on defense, they didn't. So, you know, you get what you pay for. I think I think they're stuck because he's got a no trade clause. Uh huh. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, they'll, they'll get pl- better. They'll definitely get better. Yeah, they've been playing better too, and uh, 
actually caught a few games now that a lot of the games now are on ESPN plus with the new contract of ESPN. So that's kind of nice to be able to catch some of those games. So yeah, I definitely rather watch them than the Celtics right now. So I've been (laughs) turning my attention a little bit more to the Bruins, see if I can get up to speed with them, but attaboy uh, case. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, buddy. Hey man, it's great having you on the the pod here for the first time. Appreciate it. And we'll have you, uh, have you back on again. Awesome. Thanks for popping my cherry brother. Oh, my podcast cherry oh, thanks moose i'll talk to you all right have a good one all right great talking to moose here on the podcast first time on great job indeed so we'll get back on the podcast uh probably next week see what type of brady news or updates we get over the next few days and uh certainly if it's pressing we'll get on and, and certainly talk about it But until then, uh, thank you once again for listening to Patriots Unpacked. Be well, be good.